Darren Pearce is the CEO, though, of the Canberra Race Club, and he joins us now because they've got a big carnival coming up. G'day, Darren. G'day, Dave. How are you? I'm very well, mate. Uh, it obviously is going to be starting, this carnival. You've got the Canberra Mile on this Friday, and it won't be long until we're down there for the Black Opal and the Canberra Cup. How are preparations going? Everything's going really well, Dave. We're um, gearing up for the 50th anniversary of the first running of the Black Opal, so it's a super important carnival for the Canberra Racing Club and an important one for me being my first. So we're trying a few things, trying to embrace the community and uh, really trying to get everything right to lift the experience for our customers and, of course, industry across the carnival. And how is that going? Because I know we've had discussions before when you took over the role and even before that um, with your work with the ATC and also here at Tabcorp and Sky Racing. I mean, we know uh, the climate that has been in the nation's capital around horse racing and its favourability. So do you feel that's gone ahead in leaps and bounds since you've taken this role? Yeah, it's definitely heading in the right direction, Dave. And I think as a business, we needed to be more engaged with our community um, on a whole range of fronts, not just from the racing perspective, but the community more broadly. We needed to adopt some of the values that are important to Canberrans. Uh, We needed to embrace local business, particularly for our supply partners and uh, being a showcase of the best of the region and when you start to do those things and you start to create relationships with uh, with media and, and community leaders, um, that's when you can start to get better engagement with government. And uh, we've had some deep and meaningful discussions with government over recent times and, um, you know, we're getting on a positive footing. Important for us is getting our master plan uh, away, which includes rezoning of surplus land that the club owns and then creating a capital fund and a future fund for racing in Canberra. So very important discussions, very strategic discussions that will set us up for the next period of time and, um, you know, we're making good progress. Darren, tell us about um, the activities or the new uh, things you've got in store for Black Opal Day because it was my first Black Opal last year and the one thing that I realised with last year's event, and I know Luke Marlowe uh, was the same, from travelling to all different, um, you know, uh, race meetings across the country, was the the youth aspect. It is a, a very, very popular race day with young Canberrians and very, very popular as well with the, the uni aspect, of the uni crowd. It is, and we hope that that continues, Dave. And, and this year we've really partnered with the local community. So there's a number of brands uh, across the community that we've partnered with for hospitality options, including... You know, regional restaurants like Grazing at Gundaroo for our marquee um, uh, and other local businesses, in particular Grease Monkey and Spit Shack, who do some of that great barbecued style food that, um, you know, people like to enjoy across race days, particularly our younger audience. And being the 50th running of the Black Opal, we've created a best ever Black Opal. We've got um, the great John Tapper. Uh, to get out of retirement. He called the very first Black Opal when Rich Reward won, uh, and he's coming back to call uh, a phantom call of the best ever Black Opal, the 12 best Black Opal winners, selected by a panel including Tappy um, and Barb Joseph and Gary Crisp from Racing and Sports. So everyone's really excited about that. We've got car giveaways. Um, we've got you know local entertainers coming to you know make sure the day's great and um you know we're hoping for a huge crowd we're very close to selling out hospitality 
and uh, the general admission tickets are running ahead of previous years. So all things are pointing to a very positive race day. And, and we follow up on the Monday with the Canberra Cup Day. It's a public holiday down here. And, um, you know, that day we've partnered with the Hall Markets. We've seen the success of the Friday night markets at Canterbury and being a public holiday, um, blending that festival atmosphere and a lot of kids' activities on the Monday with the Hall Markets and, uh, you know, a kids' adventure playground and, Great racing. We're hoping that we can uh, break all records for the carnival this year. It uh, it's always you've needed a good horse to win the Black Opal. Just going back through the honour roll, you start to remember some of these names. Uh, obviously, uh, horses like Epaulette, Criterion, back in uh, twelve and eleven, um, and uh, before that, of course, we had um, horses like Planchet for Beban and, and Johnny Hawks, and uh, also in more recent times, or even last year, Queen of the Ball for Richard and Michael Friedman. Now. Just a comment because we had uh, obviously a recent race meeting there where horses were getting to the outside part of the track and obviously I know that you and your team, you weren't happy with how that track uh, played on that occasion. For punters out there and for, for trainers and participants who were sort of looking maybe at that meeting going, well, should we go back for, for Black Ovals and Canberra Cups? You've got something to say on that. Yeah, Dave, we weren't happy with the way it raced either. Um, we have raced basically for two years in wet weather on the course proper. And what that um, usage has meant with very wet weather is that we've got a lot of winter grass in the track. And up until December here, it was still quite cool. In fact, it snowed in December in Canberra, can you believe? <laughs> uh, it was supposed to be summer. But um, pretty much after that, it was like flicking a switch. We got hot and dry weather. Uh, and that winter grass um, dies off in hot weather. So we had a a shifty track because that winter grass was dying out, uh, which is a, in the long run a positive thing because you want that out of your track and you want your uh, cool season grasses to dominate. But um, it raced patchy on that day. We weren't happy with it, but since then we've done significant uh, top dressing and over sowing. Uh, we've put in close to 2,000 plugs to uh, get uh, that track back to where it should be and... Uh, repair that um, turf where the winter grass came out and uh, the track is significantly improved. The rail's back in true uh, and it's a good fresh pad back there and I think it'll improve a lot into Friday's race day and then improve again uh, into the carnival. So teams um, doubled down their efforts and done everything possible to uh, to overcome that criticism, which was which was well found uh, and we expect it to race much more truly uh, and advantageously. We got some nice storms yesterday afternoon we got uh, the best part of nine mils of rain on the track which has just put us into the top end of a soft five and we expect uh, with no more irrigation the track will improve to a, uh, a lovely good four come race morning. Fantastic that's good to hear because it is something that you know does come up now and obviously with the ability of you know analysis and watching and here and there and uh, I think um, it, you know, it, was, it wasn't something you were going to skirt away from, um, and it's good to hear that uh, there has been that work done, considering you know the significance of these two meetings coming up. So Friday, if people are interested in getting to this Canberra Mile meeting, is it just a matter of just jumping online, booking tickets, jumping uh, and having a good Friday afternoon? Yeah, thoroughbredpark.com.au. It's a real exciting race day, the $150,000 Canberra Mile, the Guineas Preview, you know, lead-ins to the National Sprint and the Black Opal. Um, the Black Opal previews, in fact, got a full field and emergency and local trainer Norm Gardner is going for a $100,000 bonus, the Canberra Speed Series bonus um, with his filly 
Miss Belgium. She won the uh, Clan O'Sullivan, the inaugural Clan O'Sullivan, and uh, you know that brought a tear to Norm's eye. And uh, he's backing her up um, in Friday's race, the Black Opal Preview. And uh, if she can win the Black Opal, well, uh, it'll be some party down here in Canberra. Norm's very uh, excited about the filly. Um, but it's a great field, and including uh, a lot of Sydney Raiders, so it's a bit of a state of origin field, Sydney versus Canberra across the day. I think it'll be great, uh, and I think it'll be good good viewing on the Friday. We'll be at the Big Sports Breakfast Lunch, but don't worry, we'll be trying to find a winner. Thank you very much for coming on, Darren, and look forward to seeing you uh, in that week leading up to, of course, the Black Opal and that Calcutta on the Saturday night beforehand. Uh, myself and Luke will uh, we'll, uh, go from zero to 100. Don't worry about that. You'll go to 200. I know you too well. Yeah, no, I think we will. Have a great day, mate. See you, buddy.